Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Okay, Bezat Hashem, today in Mesechet Shabbat, we're holding on Dalit Amur Aleph 4a. Dalit Amur Aleph, the two dots, Gufa Bayer of Bibi Barabaye. We're going to have two sections in today's learning. First, we'll analyze the question of Rabbi Barabaye that we discussed yesterday and clarify exactly what the question is. And in the second section we'll get to is a new topic, which is regarding what would be the status, sorry, why a hand is considered Rishut HaYachid or Rishut HaRabim if it's within the domain of the person who is standing that the hand is attached to. We'll get to that soon. So let's just remember. Gufa. What was this question of Rabbi Barabai? We had this yesterday. Remember, we quoted this yesterday. A person on Shabbat took dough and he put it into a hot oven. Now, finished at the two dots on uh, towards the top of the page. We did this with this yesterday. So a person took dough and he, on Shabbat, he put it on the sides of the oven. Now, let's just take numbers. It's easy to relate to. 15 minutes, it's going to bake. I don't know, it's probably less, I'm not sure. But let's say it takes 15 minutes to accomplish afiyah, to accomplish baking. So that means if he leaves it there for the next 15 minutes, it's melacha doraita. Mm-hmm. It's an av melacha of afiyah. One question, oven's back then, they're different than what we would think of. Yes, today. yes. So we explained this yesterday. The ovens, today when you put bread in an oven, you put it on a rack or on a, on a shelf. Yes. Like flat. The ovens then, imagine like it's, I, I imagine like a teepee of sorts. And they used to stick the dough to the sides of the walls the in the oven. In the center or something? And the flame would be somewhere in the center. And it would cause the dough that's si- on the sides of the walls to bake. And that would be much more direct than it would be today. I guess. I, I don't know if they make laffa like this today. Is that they make laffa? I think maybe some places the Arabs still do this. I don't know. It's a, uh, they put like something and then they put like a... They yeah. flip the pot. Flip the pot. Yeah. And then what? Like this walks, you know, so it's mm. round. Yeah, and yeah. you put some charcoal, so uh-huh. it's hot, or fire, mm-hmm. and then you put the, the dough on it, so you make lafa. Okay. So Rabbi Barabai presented a very interesting question. It's an Isur Doraita to bake on Shabbat. So if you leave the dough there for 15 minutes, you're going to be over Doraita. Mm-hmm. But there's an Isur Doraitah to remove bread from the oven on Shabbat. So because that's called the Atapat, it's Asur. We spoke about that yesterday, Doraitah. So the, the question Rabbi Barabai wondered is, if he put the dough in the oven, is he allowed to transgress, to be over an Isur Rabbanan by removing it to prevent himself from transgressing in Isur Doraita? That was his question. Right? That's what we had. We discussed it within the sugya yesterday. But today, the Gemara is going to analyze and clarify what is exactly the case of his question. Let me just speak this out and we'll see it inside. There's two possible ways that he could have put the dough there in the first place, that Rabbi Barabai would have a question. Either it's Bishogeg or it's Bemezid. So the Gemara is going to try to figure out what exactly was the case of the question. Was it where he put the dough Bishogeg unintentionally or he put the dough in the oven Bemezid intentionally? We'll see exactly why it could be one or the other. So let's see. Says the Gemara, Gufa. Gufa means we're quoting a text that we had spoken about before. So meaning we're quoting something we, we quoted said before. Rabbi Barabai posed the following question. If he stuck the dough in the oven, Oh, now we can start. 
So Ravi Baravaye asked the following question. If he stuck, we had this yesterday, if he stuck the dough in the oven, did they allow him, did the Chachamim allow him to do Ridiyatapat, remove it from the oven before he reaches a Chiyuv Chatat? Now, what's a Chiyuv Chatat? We're doing a Malachan. Av Malachan Shabbat Bishogeg, Yochayav Korban Chatat. So, is he allowed? You could open up. Is he allowed to remove it from the oven before it becomes an Yisur Daoraita and it'll be Chayav Korban Chatat? Bless you. Bless you. Or did they not allow him to? Which means they said, since there's an Yisur de Rabbanan to remove the bread from the oven, we are going to be machmir on you and say, you have to leave it there. And therefore you're going to be over an Yisur de Arayta. We're going to get to in a minute. That's going to be the question the Gemara is trying to analyze. But that was the question that Ravivi Barabaya had yesterday. So now the Gemara says, I'm going Acha Barabaya Ravina. So Rav Acha, the son of Avaya, it's interesting, I wonder if this is Ravivi's brother, because Ravivi Barabaya and Rav Acha Barabaya, it sounds like they had the same. So Rav Acha Barabaya said to Ravina the following, Hey Chidami, what is the question, what is the case of the question of Ravivi Barabaya? Ilema bishogeg, if the case is where he put the dough in the oven bishogeg, okay, so meaning he didn't realize, he forgot that it was Shabbat, and he stuck it into the oven, okay, bishogeg. Or, by the way, another case of shogeg is he forgot that there's an yisur to do afia. Either way, he, he, he was bishogeg. It wasn't intentionally. Velo itkarle. And after, as, as it was baking, he didn't remember. Well, if he still didn't remember, then there's no question. Because we want to know, could he remove it? If he put it on bishogeg and he still didn't remember while it was baking, so then there's no question to ask because nobody's able to remove it. So, leman hetiru. Then, to whom would it be permitted to remove? Means if the case is where he stuck the dough in the oven, he put it bishogeg, and he still didn't remember, well, then there's no question because. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold on, hold on. We'll get there in a minute. But assuming it's, a, it's an isolated incident, this guy is by an oven, by himself, he put the, uh, the dough in bishogeg, well, then there's no question because he doesn't even know. know to remove it. There's no question. Okay. Let's go the other way. He put it bishogeg. Okay, he put it in the oven bishogeg. The elalav isn't the case. The ihader veitkar. Afterwards, he remembered, meaning he stuck the oven, the dough in the oven on Shabbat bishogeg. He he forgot it was Shabbat. Five minutes later, he remembered. Oh, it's Shabbat. What have I done? Now, if he waits another ten minutes, he's going to be over deoraita. So now, maybe that was Rabbi Barabai's question, could he remove it from the oven? So he was Bishogeg originally, but now he remembered. That's the question of Rabbi Barabai. The problem is, it doesn't fit in the wording. Because Rabbi Barabai's question was, is he Chayava Chatat? Could, could he remove it before he becomes Chayava Chatat? And as we're about to show, in order to be Chayava Chatat, it has to be that the Malachayu did was Bishogeg from beginning till end. But here, the melacha that he'll end up doing was bishogeg in the beginning, but he remembered before the afiyah was done, and therefore he was b'mezid at the end, really. So therefore, it's not a question of... Well, he remembered. That's what we're about to show from a Mishnah, is that you're only chayava chatat for doing a melacha and Shabbat bishogeg if you were shogeg from beginning to end of the maaseh. But, yeah. the moment that you put the pan in the oven... Correct. He have no more action in it. Correct. 
So it's not, you cannot say that because when you said that, it's only in the case where while you're doing the, the things, you remember and then you know I what, hear, I forget it. I hear, but the Gemara says that's not true. The Gemara says, since before the Malacha finished, before the Afiyah occurred, he remembered that's no longer Bishogeg. What you want to call that, I hear. Maybe you call it something else, but it's not Bishogeg. So that can't be the case either because he would not be Chayav Achatat and it doesn't fit in the words of Rabbi Barabai. Let's read it inside. Would he be Chayav if he left it? But the Mishnah is going to tell us later on Kuf Bet Amud Aleph. When are you Chayav Achatat on Shabbat? You're only Chayav. It has to be from the beginning till the end of the Melacha. It was completely Bishogeg. But here, if you're telling me he remembered five minutes in, which means the baking actually took place when he had remembered already, you can't call that sofan bishgaga. That's what the Gemara is saying. So therefore, he should not be chayav achatat. So why is Rabbi Barabaye saying, remove it so you're not chayav achatat? You won't be chayav achatat anyways because you remembered before it baked. So that can't be the case. That's, that, that's what the Gemara is saying. From the Mishnah later, we're going to see this. God willing, we get there, we'll discuss what is this status, but you would not be chayav achatat. So it doesn't fit in the question of Rabbi Barabaye. So what we've just done is we've shown it can't be, it's a case of shogeg, because either you're not going to be aware to remove it, or if you are aware, you're not chayav achatat. It doesn't fit in the words. Because you're already not shogeg. Exactly. So that can't be shogeg. So what's the question? Okay, elebemezid. Maybe the question of Rabbi Barabaye was where he put the dough in b'mezid. We're talking about a guy, he had intention to, be, to put it in the oven on Shabbat. Five minutes later, he has charata. He says, oh, what did I do? How could I do such a terrible thing? And now he wants to remove it. And this is the question of Rabbi Barabaye. What's the problem with saying that? If he puts it in b'mezid, is there chatat to discuss? On yeah, Shabbat, on Shabbat, put it in Mezid, of course. On Shabbat, Isur Melacha B'Shogeg is Chayav Chatat. B'Mezid, what is he Chayav? That's in Isur Skila. So then the question of Rabbi Barabai shouldn't be, could he remove it before he becomes Chayav Chatat? No, it should be, could he remove it before he becomes Chayav Skila? No, but according to what you're saying before, the other example yeah. could be not. The Dicham Chatat, why? Because by your example before, he said by the machshava of Charata, he changed his status. I hear. So maybe here he put it in the Mezid, and while he so it makes Tshuva, so maybe the machshava is already changed to Okay, shubit. I hear what you're saying. That's an interesting Chidush. Maybe we'll focus on that on Kuf Bet. No, maybe we'll the like Gemara that. takes it at face value and says that's not true. It's if he started off the Mezid, you can't change you it. You can't change it. The, the reality is, now it's b'mezid. To say that he's only going to be chayav achatat, that just doesn't really work based on his original action. So, so maybe in this case, we, he have the permission to take off the... To, oh, so that's the, the shayla. Let's see. Then so, he make it chatat. Oh, so let's see. He chayav anyway. He make chatat no patur. But he save himself from skila, from meshugat. Okay, so maybe that's the shayla. Let's see. Ela b'mezid. The case is of the question was where he put the dough in the oven b'mezid. So the problem is, says the Gemara, that doesn't work in the language of the question. Because, Kodem Rabbi Barabai should have said, could he remove it before he comes to a Isur Skila? Because if he did it b'mezid, then the question is not, could he remove it before he becomes Chayav Achatat? It should be, could he remove it before he's Chayav in Isur Skila? So that doesn't work in the language of the question. So basically, we've just shown that the question, Rabbi Barabaye, doesn't seem to be talking about a scenario of Shogeg. And it doesn't seem to be talking about a scenario of Mezid. So which one is it? So the Gemara gives two answers. Let's see. Amar Rav Shila answers like this. The case is he put the dough in accidentally without 
not mezid. So in exactly what Yochai said. But we said if he put it in Bishogeg, so he doesn't even know to remove it. So Ulaman Hitiru, who is it that they would say maybe could remove it? Somebody has. It means like this. He put the dough in the oven on Shabbat and he walked away. He didn't realize it was Shabbat. His friend who cares about him recognized that he could potentially end up being Chayav Chatat. That's in Yisrom Lachadoraita. So they ran to the Beitim and they said to the rabbi, they said, could I take the dough out of the oven to prevent my friend from being Chayav in Yisur Doraita? So that's what we're talking about. Could the second person do an Yisur Dorabanan of removing it to prevent the first person who's totally Bishogeg from being over Doraita and being Chayav Chatat? That was Rabbi like. Barabai's question. It doesn't seem like. No, why do you say not? Because they're both going to have, anyway, it's Chatat. So no, no, can, no, no, no. He put it beshogeg. The first so one. It's chatat. It's chatat. So you won't tell me you want to prevent him to making uh, um, something um, the right beshogeg, which you are going to be chayav. Are you doing an esur derabanan? Yeah, you're saying it doesn't make sense. No, doesn't make sense. You're saying why it's going to make sense to let another person to do it? Oh, exactly. Another. Beautiful. So that's exactly the question. That's Rav Shila's pshat in the shaila. That's how he's explaining the question. Could the second person do an Isur de Rabbanan to prevent the first one from doing an Isur de right and being Chayav no, Chatat? No, person has to say, okay, I understand, I know all Chavero, but in this case, to make a sin, to, to, to be over on something uh, on Shabbat because another person. So this one turn on the light, the other one turn off the light? There used to be, I'm not going to say who because it might be Lashon Haram, not sure, but there used to be a certain person who was very involved in Kiruv. And he used to do certain things with women, like hugging women, kissing women. Uh-huh. That was, uh, maybe you know what I'm talking about. But, and a lot of rabbis did not appreciate what he used to do. They said, yeah, you're doing kiruv, that's true. But at the same time, you can't do averot to, to, to facilitate kiruv. So he would defend himself by saying, if a woman is drowning in the ocean, do you not jump in to save her? So he said, they're drowning in spirituality. <laughs> But, but the Gemara said that's not true. Hold on. Because this is, this Matthew, I'm, not, I'm not defending that position. He's I'm not. A sh- he's a I'm shed. Not, he's a shed. Whoever said that is a shed. I'm not going to say who it is. I'm not, I'm not defending the position either. I'm not saying I agree. But Matthew Fla Rav Sheshit. Rav Sheshit said to Rav Shila, that can't be the question. It's almost the issue. What's the issue? Do we tell a person, Chateh? Do a smaller avera in this case, so that your friend should merit and not do a worse avera. We don't tell a person to do a little avera so the other one's not over da'oraita. That's not a question. So says of Sheshet, that can't be the question, because of course the second person is not allowed to remove it. That's not even a thought. So that's Ella. So what's the question then? Back to the question. So what's the question? So Ella Ravashi Ravashi says, I'll tell you what the question is. Really, it's a case where the guy put the dough in the oven. The kavanah, he knew he was doing Yisur Shabbat. But, I, but we said, but then why is the language of the Sheila? could he remove it before his chayav achatat? It should be, could he remove it before his chayav skila? That should be the language. So Ravashi says, okay, you have to change the question. That's really what Rabbi Barabai meant to say. And this is what Rabbi Barabai meant to say. That's what he meant to say. So really, that was the question. A person put the dough in the oven on Shabbat b'mezid, intentionally, chas v'shalom. And later, he's, before Afiyah occurred, he wants to take it out, but so he's not chayav right One second. So the question is, could he remove it, changing the words, before he's chayav skila? That's really the question. That's so how Ravash is explaining. What, I have to give him 15 minutes? He himself, he himself, he himself. What, yeah. you give him 15 minutes of chesed? 
Well, well, I, I, was just, I was just giving an example. In the I oven mean. from the beginning. Yeah. So what, I have to come 15 minutes until it starts to bake it? Hold on, that, that was, I was just giving an example. Meaning, if he comes to us five minutes later and he says, you know, in 10 minutes it's going to be afia, could I remove it now? I don't think So that's Rabbi Barabai's Sheila. That's his Sheila. Now, the Gemara takes us one step further. Rav Achabre actually, he said, this was Rabbi Barabaye said this clearly, meaning he learned that Rabbi Barabaye A said clearly it was talking to Mezid and talking about Skila, and he didn't ask it as a question, but he said it as a psak. So listen to what he learned. Amar Avivi Barabaye hid vikpat bitanur, that if he stuck the dough in the oven bimezid, hitiru lolir dota, he is allowed to remove it, kodem sheyavoli dei isur skila. So he actually learned this is a psak, is that it's not a question, and it was bimezid. Meaning Rabbi Barabaye was saying like this, if a person put the dough in the oven on Shabbat, maybe it works with what you were saying before, He's allowed to remove it if you put it in Mezid before he's Chayav Skila to do an Isur de Rabbanan so that he avoids the Isur Skila de Oraita. That's, that's what his version of Achabre de, de Rava's version was actually that it was a clear psak, not even a She'ela. That's what he learns. Yeah. Second. Second. So Tosafot adds something very interesting over here. He says a big chidush. Listen to this chidush. The first way that Rav Sheshit was answering, the way he said it was a sheila, was the sheila really was if he put the dough in the oven b'mezid, is he allowed to do an isur d'rabanan to avoid skila? That's the way he learned it as a That was his sheila. That was Rabbi Barabai's sheila. So look at Tosafot. Kodem sheyavoli dey isur skila. It's the uh, fourth line in the wide lines of Tosafot. Everybody see that? Go down to Tosafot. Okay. Very interesting Tosafot. He says Four big chidush here. On the, on, the, on the left side of the page. Yes. So the Sheila is, could he do an Isur Rabbanan to avoid Isur Skila? That was the Sheila. What's the Sheila? If he's allowed to remove it. We're talking about a guy that did an Isur Daoraita. He put it in the oven. And now we might say, this is the Sheila. That's the way that Rav Sheshet is explaining. Do we allow him to remove it or not? If we say he's not allowed to remove it, he's not going to listen to us anyway. He'll go ahead and remove because he'll he doesn't want to be chayav do right. He does not want to be chayav skila. So Tosafot asks is logically this shouldn't be a sheila either. And the guy's not going to listen to what we're going to say. He'll remove it regardless. So why is this in fact a sheila? But maybe maybe they, they mean if he allowed to do it, but he come to ask us, we said no to him. But if he do it by himself, it's okay. Oh, so Tosafot says an even bigger chidush. Listen to this very interesting chidush. Tosafot says like this: "V'tiritz riva." The riva answers, "Te'imlo hitiru." If we don't allow him to remove it, means let's say the psak is you have to leave it there. Lo mechayev skila. He will not be chayav skila. I think you might have been saying this before. Kivan sheminiach miler dot because the reason he's not removing it al yedei masha anu oslinolo. It's because we don't allow him. So that's the Sheila. The way that Tosafot, the Rivaz, explain the Sheila is like this. The way that Rav Sheshit explains the question. If the reason he's not removing it after putting it in B'mezid is because the Chachamim don't allow him to remove it, if that's the, if that's the Psaq, we don't allow him to remove it, he won't be Chayav Skila. He's not leaving it there 
because he wants to leave it there. He wants to remove it. But if we say you can't remove it and he listens to the Chachamim and doesn't remove it, that's the Sheila. Maybe he's not Chayef Skila because he's listening to us and doing the right thing right now. Well, he's saying on the Tzad that he's not allowed to remove it. If he's not allowed to remove it, so then in not removing it, he won't be Chayav Skila. Now, if he's allowed to, he has to. But that would be the Sheila. That's the way the Riva learns this. Now, other Rishonim learn differently. But the Riva learns, the Pshad is, is that the Sheila is, if we don't allow you to remove it after putting it in B'mezid, you're not removing it. It's not because you want to leave it there. You want to remove it. So you're not Chayav Skila. So you're not going to be Chayav Skila for not, for list, because you're listening and not removing it. You're actually not going to be Chayav Skila. That's the way he explains the Sheila, and that's the way, yeah. But didn't we say with the Rashut and Rashut that if a person right now do it in Mezid, okay, so Chachamim is not Metirim to allow him to bring back his hand. That's, uh, you're talking about, right, right. Rashut and Rashut. Yeah. So what is the difference between Rediyat Apat here? If he's doing it in Mezid, why they allowing so we already we gave, we, in the last sugya we discussed the Chilukim. We'll talk about it after. We discussed but, the Chilukim. But here it's Bemezid. We spoke about it after. We spoke about it there. We spoke about chilukim. Actually, Yochai pointed out the chiluk there. Is that regarding this, it's definitely going to bake. Regarding that, it was not definitely going to bake. We, we spoke. We, ah, yeah, yeah. We, we spoke I about chilukim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But, it, but it, they didn't want to yeah. just basically establish that it's going to be strict about it, so they wouldn't allow him to. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's not so simple to say that exactly. But that's how Tosafot explains a very interesting approach. So what he's saying is, and, and it would come out, the way he's saying it is, if there's some sort of an Isur, Isur Torah even, something that's like a real level Isur, and the Chachamim say not to do something to prevent the Isur, you might not, you won't be high of the Isur Doraita because you're listening to the Chachamim not to do the thing to prevent the Isur Doraita. Very interesting Chidush that Tosafot says over here. All right, let's no, go to the next again. Not to prevent. Meaning Tosafot is saying, based on this sugya, it would come out, if there's an Isur Torah, if you don't do something, and the Chachamim say you can't do that, and you listen to the Chachamim, you won't be over Isur Torah. Because you're listening to them, that's the point. Let's continue. Now we had said in the Mishnah and the Reishah like this. He's going to get into a very interesting topic. We're going to stop in the middle of this today, Bezrat Hashem. The first four cases of our Mishnah were cases that you're Chayav Midoraita. Let's just remember, let's remember a few of the cases. Ani picks up a chefetz in the Rashut Tarabim. He puts his hand into Rashut Tayachid and he puts it down into the hands of the Balabayit. So the Ani did Akira Bishut Tarabim, Hanacha Bishut Tayachid, he's Chayav Doraita. And the same thing is the other way. Ani stretches his hand inside empty, takes something from the hands of the Balabayit, that's an Akira Bishut Tayachid, takes it outside, Hanacha Bishut Tarabim, he's Chayav Doraita. Says the Gemara, this would imply that a person's hand, when his hand is in the same reshut as him, is considered the same as that reshut. What does it mean by that? The Ani stretches his hand in with a chefetz. He definitely did an akira reshut harabim. That's true. But when he puts it in the hand of the balabayit, the balabayit's hand is considered reshut hayachid. Because if it's not considered reshut hayachid... We're talking about Ani and Ashi or just the Ani? Where he did both. He did Akira Tarabim, he stretched his hand inside, and he put it down in the hand of the Balabait. Ani is Chayav, he did Akira Tarabim, Anacha Bishut Tayachid. The Ashir is and the Ani is active. Exactly. Okay. The Balabait's hand is considered Rishut Tayachid. Because if it wasn't considered Rishut Tayachid, he wouldn't be Chayav Midoraita. Mm-hmm. The other way too, if the Ani reaches inside and picks it up from the Balabait's hand, that's considered a Akira Tayachid. 
takes it, put it down, he's chayamidaraita, which means a person's hand is considered as if it's the reshut hayachid. If you're in reshut hayachid, your hand is considered reshut hayachid. That's what the Gemara is about to show. The problem with saying that is, as I told you yesterday, the definition of reshut hayachid is an area that's minimum four by four tfachim. Your hand is not four by four tfachim. So how could it be that the akiran anacha from the hand is considered akiran anacha in reshut hayachid, as I explained, if your hand is not the minimum measurement of reshut hayachid? So how is it? There's no reshut in Shabbat, as we're going to show, that's less than 4 by 4 Reshut HaRabim is even much bigger. So how could it be considered Akira from Reshut HaYachid or Anachab Reshut HaYachid if your hand is not 4 by 4 Tfachim? That's the question the Gemara is going to ask. Yeah, if your hand is just extension... Didn't we say Asarat Tfachim, Goba? Okay, I hear that, I hear, I hear. It's just ex- it's extension, it's basically where you are. But the problem is, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not an area of 4 by 4 Tfachim. That's the problem. I hear what you're saying. We'll get to that a little bit. But what? Ten, ten around it. Ten around it. Hi, hi. Ten a wall. Ten tefachim around. Yeah, but the area has to be four by four tefachim. That's reshut hayachid. Your hand is not reshut hayachid. Chalura. So let's see. We'll start off today. We're going to finish the sugya. God willing, the next day. But let's see. Pashat aniyat yado asks the Gemara, "Am I chayav? Why is the ani chayav?" You need to have an akiran anacha in an area that's deemed a reshut, which is 4 by 4 tvachim. Veleka, your hand is not 4 by 4 tvachim. So Rabba says a very interesting chidush. Rabba says like this This is the position of Rabbi Akiva. I want to explain this outside and then we'll see it inside. Rabbi Akiva says a very interesting chidush. To be chayami da'oraita, you have to do akiran anacha from reshut tarabim to yachir, yachir tarabim. What about from Yachid to Yachid? Yachid to Yachid. What about that? From one person's Rashut Yachid to another person's. Maybe not Chayav Midoraita. Not Chayav Midoraita. but not Midoraita, right? So now listen to this case. You have, I live on this side of the street. Don't take me and Matan. I live on this side of the street. This is my Rashut Yachid. You live on that side of the street in Rashut Yachid. And in middle is the Rashut Tarabim. So I take a football and I throw it across the Rashut Tarabim. And it lands in your reshut. Okay. So it went from reshut hayachid to reshut hayachid, but it passed through the airspace, the avir of reshut harabim. So the chachamim say in this case you're not chayav midoraita because you didn't have an akira and hanacha from reshut hayachid to reshut harabim, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. So you're not ha- Comes Rabbi Akiva and he says a fascinating chidush. Rabbi Akiva's words are kluta kemishahun chadamya. He says. If something is gathered in the airspace of a territory, of an area, if it's contained in the airspace of a reshut, it's considered as if it's put on the ground of that reshut. That's what he says. So therefore, when I throw it across the street, there's an akira b'reshut hayachid, and it's considered a hanacha b'reshut harabim. It didn't land in the reshut harabim, but kluta kemishahun chadamya gathered in it, within the airspace of the Rashut Tarabim. We'll speak more about this the next time. But it's like you did a Hanacha Rashut Tarabim. So that we're going to have to get to next week. We'll see. We'll see we'll get to that. But let's just take it at face. Let's say it's within Ten Tvachim. It makes it easier. It's considered gathered in within the space and you'll be chayav as if you did a Hanacha Rashut Tarabim. Let me guess what. So says Rabba, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Akiva is the author of our Mishnah. Your hand, it's not on the ground. But since your hand, passing the, I'm putting it from the Rashut Tarabim into your hand, and your hand is over Rashut Hayachid. So it's like I did a Hanacha on the ground, which is 4 by 4 Tvachim. He's the author of our Mishnah. 
Is that your hand? Your hand is above Rishut Hayachid. Your Rishut Hayachid is 4x4 Tvachim. So therefore, when I put it from Rishut Ha'abim into your hand, it's like I'm putting it on Rishut Hayachid because Kikluta is Kimisho and Chadamia. It's like I put but it down in the ground. But if I didn't leave the Rishut and my hand was still in the same Rishut Hayachid? That's exactly the you point. Are the You're in the Rishut. You, you are. Moving. Forget about yes. you. You're not moving. The I reached it. But you said Rishut Ha'abim, what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Let's read that inside, Chevron. So Rabbi says like this, the author of our Mishnah, who says that it's like you put it on the ground already, is Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva, the Amar lo ba'inan makom It doesn't have to be 4x4, four four, meaning that your hand is not 4x4, four four, but it's like it's on the ground. The Tanaan, like the Mishnah, Later, Tzadivav Moralef is going to tell us Hazorek Mereshut Ayachid Rishut Ayachid. If somebody throws an object from Rishut Ayachid to Rishut Ayachid, Rishut Arabim Ba'emtza, but there's a public domain in the middle. Rabbi Akiva Mechayev Chachamim Potrim. Rabbi Akiva says you're Chayev Midoraita. The Chachamim say you're Potter. Rabbi Akiva Savar. Why does Rabbi Akiva say you're Chayev? Amrina, because we say Kaluta Kemishahon Chadamia. If it's gathered in, it's contained within the airspace of Rishut Arabim. It's like it's already on the ground, so it's like you did a hanachan, Rishut Rabim. For Rabbanan, Savri lo amrina klutka kemishon chadamia. And the Rabbanan say, no, we don't say such a svara, and therefore he went from Rishut Ayachid to Rishut Ayachid. You're patur midaoraita. So the Rabbanan, but patur midaoraita. So therefore, says Rabba, Rabbi Akiva would say the same thing here. What would come out here is that when you take that item from Rishut Rabim and I put it in your hand, which is over Rishut Ayachid, it's like it's on the ground of Rishut HaYachid already. And therefore, I've done Hanacha Rishut HaYachid. And that's why the person will be Chayav in our Mishnah. Now, we're going to stop here at the bottom of Yudbet Atalatim Aleph. We're really stopping in the middle of a sugya. We're going to ask Akasha next time we learn on Rabbah because Rabbah himself seems to contradict himself. But that's the first explanation is that putting it in your hand, Rabbi Akiva holds, would be like putting it on the ground because klutak emishon chadamia. Just like I did on the ground, that's why I'd be chayav. Probably like the, 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 rule, the first rule, right? That in case that the Chema, the person will come and will pass it also like, and it's going to end up, that it, what happens if it falls into the Shutarabim? You're saying in the case of the argument? He say, Rabbi Akiva say, that if you throw it, you still have why? Right. Because it's in the airspace. Exactly, exactly. Okay, but what happened? But the, if the person will give himself an eter mm-hmm. to throw it from Rashut Yachit or Yachid, okay, he's going to end up, he's going to do it from Yachit or Yachid. You're saying there should be a some sort. That's what you're saying. I, I, hear. See, I assume. Shomer. Okay, we'll stop here, Chavar. Because that doesn't pick up uh, not more the next time. Clue to me, is that